Today's reading is from Matthew 6:25 to 34. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. It is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds in the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are they not much more val- are you not much more valuable than they? Can one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, Will he not much more clothe you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all of these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for each tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This is the word of God. Uh, thanks, Natasha. Um, so I was trying to find the clicky thing. Okay. Will this work? Okay. Who knows who this is? Put your hand up. Yes. It is Mr. Worry. Very good. Okay, I'm going to do a Reese and I'm going to throw sweets at you, but hopefully more accurately. Are you ready? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to do that again. Uh. Thank you very much. This is Mr. Worry. Basically, he worries a lot. Actually, recently, Mr. Worry, he moved to Hong Kong to try and live here instead. Uh, He's already had to face some of Hong Kong's biggest challenges, such as eating chicken feet, uh, the crazy weather, and not being run over by minibuses. But he doesn't just worry about these things. Mr. Worry worries about everyday things. So maybe we can work out what kind of things he worries about. In fact, Mr. Worry... He's going to join us right now. Here he is. Hi, Mr. Worry. Right, basically what we're going to do is we're going to... You guys shout out some worries that we have in everyday life. I'm going to write write the worry down, put it in his backpack. Let's see what happens. Uh, we need one-word answers for worries. Otherwise, I won't be able to write it. So, could we have something people worry about, please? Yeah. Yeah, Luke. Could you say that in one word, please? School. I'm going to put school. School. Good one. That goes in the backpack. Anything else? Yeah. Sorry? Uh, Clothes, yeah. 
Got to look nice. Closed. Into the backpack. Anything else? Money. Big one. Money. Anything else? Health, yeah. Health. Anything else? Friends, yeah. I worry about my friends all the time. Friends. Into the backpack. Anything else? <laughs> Who's jar? Anything? Else? Yeah. Cleanliness. Why? Okay. What are you saying? Cleanliness. Okay, I think one more. Okay, one more. Yeah. Talent. Okay. Very good. Talent. Right. So Mr. Warrior's backpack has come pretty heavy. Actually, he can't really move anymore. In fact, he can't even stand up anymore. <laughs> now, Mr. Worry is undoubtedly a special case. I thought of some other things he could worry about. Um, but actually, it's something that we all do, right? We all have worries, fears, anxieties. We too worry about security, money, health, friends getting older, chicken feet. Um, actually, this, this is the effect that worries have on us, right? They burden us. They weigh us down. We call, they cause us to become very me-focused. We think on the problem so much that actually we can't do much else. So much so that like Mr. Worry here, who is going to be like this the whole time, by the way, um, they can overpower us. But is this how we should live? Well, actually, in the passage, Jesus himself says that worry is a human problem. Everyone has it. Everybody worries. But instead of telling us it's okay, no big deal, actually, Jesus says, no, we shouldn't worry. So Mr. Worry is very weighed down by his problems. But Jesus says, no, there is a solution to this. But how? Well, the answer is to see God for who he is. And actually, Jesus tells us just to look around us. He tells us to go into nature. I mean, I know that's quite hard in Hong Kong to go into nature sometimes. But, you know, Sai Kung is literally two bus journeys away. So if you ever doubt the goodness of God, go on the 299X or the 99, and you can go to Sai Kung. Have a walk. It's really nice there. You might see birds, cows, flowers maybe. So actually, the world around us, at its best, really displays the goodness of God and his giving and caring nature. For everything you see in the world is given by God. So Jesus points us to God's care for his creation and the animals in it. Oh. Um, he shows us how the birds are fed by him, 
how the plants are given what they need to grow and to live and to look beautiful. They are taken care of. I'm not sure what's happened to the slides here. So don't miss the logic that Jesus is using, right? Jesus is saying, look at how much God cares for the world and the animals. And God is their creator. But as Christians here today, God is our father. We have a personal relationship with God. So how much more will God provide for us? If you can see God's love for the flowers, well, how much does he love those he knows and is in relationship with? And look around you here today. You are in church. God has blessed us all with a church full of brothers and sisters, and we all share our lives together. All of us here today should have enough to eat and to wear. And actually, if we're doing church the way we should be doing church, then there shouldn't be a person in need among us. And actually, look at the amazing blessings we've already been given. If you're unconvinced today of how great a giver God is, just look to the cross. There isn't a greater display of caring than giving your son's life so that we can enjoy the benefits it brings. God has given us so much already. But do you know about these amazing blessings? Or are you like Mr. Worry who forgets? And look at him now. So it's like picture this scene. Uh, A kid has a toy truck which he loves to play with every day. But one day it breaks. He begs his parents to fix it. And as he's crying away, his parents tell him that a relative of his has died recently and given him one million dollars. This isn't autobiographical, by the way. But how would the child react? Well, he'll just cry louder until the truck is fixed, right? And can't we also be like this kid? Do we realize that we have the one million dollars through Jesus? Or do we just ignore the great gift and do we focus on what we may or may not have now? See, being too attached to things in this world leads to worrying about them. And we get weighed down times the worry. And actually, look at what Jesus calls those who worry in verse 30. He refers to them as you of little faith. Where there is worry, there is a lack of trust in God. But seeing God as the great giver he is should lead us to exercise our trust in him. In all things, we should trust our God. So we have two options, basically. We can be like Mr. Worry here, who spends his time worrying about the things he owns, his future, his health. Or we can choose to trust God because we know him as the great giver who cares for his children. And Jesus, in the passage, he talks about us being kingdom people. In other words, we have to live in light of the gospel, in light of what God has already done for us and given us. We are called to live in a way that shows our trust in God. We are to be active. So Mr. Worry right here, he's burdened with all his worries He's unable to do much. He can't do much for other people. And he's on the floor. He's worried about money. He's not going to give money. If he's worried about getting done everything he needs to do, he won't want to give time for other people. He can't do much more 
and just lie here on the floor. But actually, as Mr. Worry gets up, trusting in God as our giver and provider helps us remove the burden of worry. Those worries do not overcome us because we know that God has our back. And in fact, we can be free from them. So basically, if, my, if Mr. Warren could come a bit closer, the backpack can come off. And we can be free to live for God with nothing holding us back. And we can skip merrily out of the hall, please. Let's give him a clap. So this trust, this freedom from anxiety should lead somewhere. The point is not just don't worry. Actually, not worrying should lead us to do stuff. We can now be generous givers. We can be people who give time to other people. We can open our homes, our lives up to those who need it. So we see how great a giver God is. And we are called also to be givers. God is the giver with a capital G. And we as his people are givers with a small g. We do as God does. And without that big backpack of worries, we are free to be generous. To give up things that before seemed so dear to us. We've given the backpack to God and we can get on with helping other people. So knowing what God has provided for us through his son means we can be generous now. Now you might be wondering why we're talking about giving this week. Actually, in the Church of England calendar, September, which is tomorrow, is the month in which we have Harvest Festival. That's a time where, in the past, churches have asked people to bring food uh, to the church in order for it to be given out to those in society who really need it. It's a time to give the fruits of the harvest to those who have less than us. And it's a great way, right, as a church, to show our trust in God. So actually, after this, we'll be doing uh, some food collection. You'll hear more info on that in a little bit. But that's not to say that our attitude should just be of giving in September. No, because God is our great giver, We should always show how much we trust him by giving to others. So let us do this, not only now, next month, but for the rest of our lives. So don't be like Mr. Worry, who was overpowered by worry, unable to do anything. Let us be those who trust in God for everything. And so as a result, let us be those who give generously to those in need around us. So let us express our confidence, our trust in God through being generous givers. Let's pray. Father God, help us to trust in you and to remember all you've given to us. Please free us from worry and help us to look to the needs of others. In your son's name we pray. Amen.